Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of Heim Time. Heim Time Podcast. I'm Emma. I am Travis Heim. Nice to meet you, sir. Nice to meet you. So this episode was bomb.com. It was so good. Right. It was really fun. Yeah. I hope everyone enjoys things like Bravo Housewives, because that's what you're getting. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bravo Housewives. I'm excited. I think uh, I got to pull up the Patreon uh, homies, but... Um, great episode. A lot has happened. We had, uh, our yeah. last episode was with Matt Pittman. Um, our good buddy, we got a ton of downloads, uh, from that, Woo-hoo. a ton of views. So uh shout out if you listen to or watch Matt's podcast and then, uh, you're listening now. Um, hopefully it'll be as good as that episode. We'll see. Um, <laughs> we'll <but> see. <laughs> this episode is brought to you by Trace Agave's Tequila. Yum. What is Trace Agave's Tequila? A hundred percent USDA certified organic tequila. Mm, when I drink tequila, I want organic, organic and duh. I want some sort of certification. And so this <laughs> checks both of those boxes. It is delicious tequila. Slow roasted for approximately 20 hours, almost like a brisket, you could say. Wow. Um <laughs> Okay, great. Uh, Also, they have mixers, which is really cool for people that don't like to drink straight tequila. Yay. They have strawberry. They have uh, agave nectar and Bloody Mary mix also. Yeah, delicious stuff. Trace Agave's tequila. Thanks again for sponsoring (laughs) Heim Time Podcast. Drink responsibly. Thank you for listening and uh, enjoy this episode. Thanks. Time time. Yay. <laughs> Welcome. Episode 15, correct? Yeah. Outrageous, you guys. Crazy. Thanks for listening and downloading and liking and commenting and doing all the Subscribe, things. Subscribe. Review. Patreoning. Patreoning. <laughs> Patreoning. Anyway, thanks, y'all. We made it to 15. We'll keep going. Thanks to your support. 15 episodes. That is uh, that is shocking. I didn't know if we'd make 15, but uh, so far, so good, yeah. I guess. We haven't been canceled yet. We haven't uh, pissed anyone off that I know of. Um, <laughs> so that's awesome. Yeah, if you want to support this podcast directly, patreon.com slash Podcast. <laughs> As any loyal listener knows, we do Patreon shout-outs at the start of every episode. Patreon shout-out number one, Carl Norman. Carl, what's up? Carl is, first of all, a great name. Yeah. It's like a very masculine name, Carl. I would say. Yeah. Um, and then Carl was one of our first patrons, like Suge. Uh, stopped and then is now back. So shout out Carl. Great guy. Oh, welcome back. Number two, Ben Halstead. Ben, another ben. good name. Benjamin, I would assume. Benjamin. Ben Hameen. Um, <laughs> welcome, ben. ben. Welcome to the club. You rock. Number three, Sarah Shatek, I think Ooh, is how you pronounce it. Sarah, ladies. And once again, proof that women listen to this podcast as well. All the beautiful babies. Beautiful babies. <laughs> Thanks, beautiful you guys. Ladies. And we have <laughs> in the past uh, tried to uh, hook up uh, some of our Patreon guests. One, yeah. One Brie 
Um, so too, if anyone, uh, Carl, Sarah, if you guys need, you know, um, some love, you know, we're we'll happy put to it, facilitate. We'll put it out in the atmosphere and see, you know, maybe uh, two Patreon members fall in love, and you know, who knows? Time, time, love, time. Okay. Oh my Is gosh. That another episode. Yes. Okay. Shall that we? might be the OnlyFans name. Okay. Oops. Uh. So yeah. Don't Google that. <laughs> That's awesome. <laughs> Thanks, Shout you guys. Out, Patreon follower members, whatever. I still don't know what to say. Is it a patron? A patron. A patron. Patreon member. I think patron. Um. Is that right? Yeah. I don't know. Anyway, you guys message us. Let us know. We release all the uh, video early on there. We do other cool stuff, videos. We need to do more like food recipe videos. Yeah, we talked about that. We're gonna do that. Some other things mm -hmm. that we're working on. But anyway, shout out. Um, please subscribe. Uh, YouTube, whatever, Spotify, all the stuff you're supposed to I'm do. Time so. podcast. Anyway, you may notice. Uh, I uh, I'm a little more trimmed up oh yeah i have a hat on but uh i uh, sh uh shout out shamia at uh, the boardroom my girl dude you um, don't do that you you can't do that because people are going to take your appointments no one will never God. know who does my hair which you guys might be like well it sucks anyway <laughs> yeah right the amount of money we pay. every time somebody's like oh where do you get your hair i'm like no i'm not telling you so yeah you don't take my appointments <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I I did steal my friend Graham. I went in exactly. one time and uh, Shamia, the first time she cut my hair and I saw him and he was like, oh, Shamia normally does mine. And I was like, yeah, gotcha. See, now Graham probably doesn't have appointments. I don't know. They just had a baby though. So shout out Graham. Oh, yeah. um, <laughs> great dude. No, shout out Shamia. Does a great job. Was a little bit nervous trimming my beard, but it was also like just insanely long. Like if you notice on the last episode with Matt, uh, I look pretty trim. I got a nice, nice cut going and everything that was after that. But the, probably the episode before that, uh, it was a little sketchy. And I don't know if this is a funny story or a sad story, but the, <laughs> impetus to do this I, I normally get my beard trimmed from my friend but he's been busy and out of town and stuff so and he was like i'm i'm not i'm booked for like the next month good so for like, him see exactly you told too many people i did who? i honestly have told too many people probably <laughs> I know. because uh I, I, love I mean i've totally supported them too so yeah they're they're awesome yeah. um but anyway, I can't get a fucking beer trim anymore, so like, <laughs> had to do something else. So uh, Shamia was a little nervous, but did a great job. Um, but no, I went to pick up uh, food for us uh, as a family, and <laughs> I was leaving, and there was a, uh, uh, I, I don't want to assume, but a homeless, an unhomed uh, homeless man. A displaced individual. Yeah, whatever the PC uh, term street for friends. that. Yeah, street friend and. And uh, he was uh, dirty and uh, mm -hmm. had a, a very long beard. And as I was walking out, said, hey, man, nice beard. <laughs> so I thought to myself. How do you feel after that? Good or bad? I need to shave immediately. <laughs> shave or trim? Uh, at, at the moment, I felt like shave. <laughs> I was like, yeah. I don't know, you know, maybe if the compliment came from someone else, but then what does that say about myself? You know, if like uh, a compliment's you know, a compliment, young 19 year old sorority girl was like, nice beard. I'd be like, hey, all right, I'm never shaving this. Mm -hmm. And then this uh, homeless gentleman, uh, you know, I reverse course. So I don't know. Anyway, <laughs> was I, Shamia uh, nervous because you probably made her nervous because you're like, don't mess up my beard. I don't like to talk during haircuts. And I feel like that's weird for some people. 
like to I, not talk. I would I like the perfect haircut for me is I sit down and then for 30 minutes we don't talk. Yeah. That's like the nail salon. I'm like, please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Please don't talk to me. Put me next to the wall. Like, I don't want to talk to anybody. And then when they do, you feel so, so like sad inside. Yeah. Or you're next to Leon Bridges. Yeah. That's like three times like that's times. happened. I'm like, Hey, Leon. Um, I, and, and, uh, she's awesome. Super nice. Um, and again, I probably shouldn't promote her cause I want to make sure I can still get, uh, appointments, but we were talking about Vegas. That was another thing that like this guy, we've talked about this before, but we were sitting, I was sitting there waiting to get my hair cut. And this guy was like, Hey, uh, Travis, how's the baby? And I was like, <laughs> hello, good. <laughs> Thanks for asking. <laughs> and then you just have that moment of sheer, like, Who do I this? know this guy? What's this guy? Hey, power barbecue reaches all. Yeah. And he seemed like a nice guy. And I guess we've met before or something. I don't remember. But one thing that was Clearly weird creeping on his. in our uh, time together where uh, he was talking to everybody and, uh, you know, like flirting, let's be honest, mm -hmm. with the young ladies. Um, and you weren't? <laughs> no, 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 no. Not, not, not me. Um, I'm a father. Uh, he said... To put peanut butter and chili. Into chili? Yeah. Like chili chili? Creamy peanut butter into chili. Is chi this like his, he was talking know. to other people or you I were overhearing? He was talking to anyone who was in the building. <laughs> was like I didn't know if that was like a tip for Heim Barbecue for no, chili No, he was season? like, uh, Travis, have you tried this? And it was like, and not like during the cooking process, but I guess you like take your, uh, you know, bowl and then you're like, oh, maybe some Fritos, maybe some cheese, oh, onions. afterwards? And then just a scoop of creamy no. peanut butter. Should we do this as a Patreon video? Try it out. <sighs> that might be a good idea. Right. But then, like, you're just going to ruin it's good gnarly. chili. Yeah, it's intense. I do love peanut butter, though. Dude, I um, don't sometimes. Sometimes peanut butter can kick rocks, and then other times I'm like, this is the best thing I've ever had. Worst pet peeve for me, personally. <laughs> I was about to bring this up. Okay, have you guys ever smelled, like, <laughs> peanut butter that has been, like, on a knife? So say you're making a sandwich, and then you, like, put the knife, like, into the sink, and then water gets upon it. It is the worst smell for some reason. It just is, like, ugh. I don't know. Think of me next time you see a soggy knife with peanut butter residue. I remember early on <laughs> in our dating career where you mentioned wet peanut butter. Dude, it's a weird thing. And it was one thing. of the strangest things ever, but uh, also hilarious. Do you not think it smells different? I, I, I'm not sure. Okay, well, <laughs> it does. Sure. Anyway. <laughs> you got mad because I put the peanut butter in the fridge the other day. But okay. it's like the natural. You know, like the natural peanut butter yeah. that's supposed to be like, oh, we're better than you, better than <laughs> GIFs. Well, what I'm telling you today is choosy moms choose GIF, okay? So anyway, it's like rock hard when you put that like Central Market, you know, like Whole Foods-y, I'm Organic. better than you peanut yeah. butter. Yeah. And then like. Is that the name of the brand? I'm, I'm better, better than, than you, you peanut butter. <laughs> <laughs> but then when you go to spread it, it is the yeah. hardest thing, and I hate it so much. Yeah. And then I just am like, I shouldn't eat this anyway. This is the Lord telling me to not eat after 9 o'clock anyway. So Is peanut butter <laughs> bad for you? Well, if, like I'm talking about like a PB&J, like, uh, oh, you know, yeah, 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 yeah. late night late snack night. sesh. Late you probably shouldn't do, like, you shouldn't eat after a certain time, I think. But um, 
Uh, uh, yeah. I, but I then your your ass will make it and then leave that fork out, and then I got to wash soggy peanut butter off of the fork. Deal with it. Anyway. I remember, uh, <laughs> speaking of PB&J, there was a guy, I'm trying to think who it was, but the, he, uh, this was a long time ago, but he said the secret to his, the perfect barbecue sauce was grape jelly. Oh, Have really? you ever heard this? I don't think so. Grape jelly. Maybe I have. Yeah. In barbecue sauce. And I guess it's like a competition. Secrets? Secret. Mm. I don't know. It's very, uh, very odd. Maybe but add I, some tartness or something. I guess. I don't know. But like great. If it's like Smuckers, it's like Smuckers. 95% sugar. You remember where they had the peanut butter and the jelly in the jar? Yeah, the it was same like jar? stripes. Dude. Do you remember the squeezable kinds? Do you remember when they made the like green kind? Green peanut butter? Yeah, like, oh. wasn't that? Or like, no, wait, that was like ketchup. I was about to say ketchup. I remember. Sylvia never <laughs> would even go down that aisle. She was like, you get one celery stick. The, my mom. We had the uh, purple ketchup. You guys would. And, 100% you guys uh, would. It was <laughs> so weird. That's one of those what things. What brand is that? It was, I thought it was Heinz. It was just like some wow. weird marketing thing. Because I think they had like green, uh, purple. I'm trying to think what else. Red, obviously. Um, That was so, there's so many weird. That's where we should do like a power rank or something of that. Like, okay. Uh, the freaking. All zeros. <laughs> <laughs> power rank. <laughs> like weird. Um. Uh, Weird, like, food things like that. Because yeah. we have, uh, for a long time, been fans of 3D Doritos. 3D Doritos. And those were gone. Those are coming back, though. I, I saw some cool ranch. They have them now. At Target the But other for day. years. But do they have Doritos? Regular Doritos? Uh, Doritos? Uh, I don't cheese? know. I think it said it was some, like, weird flavor. I don't know. I'll be honest. Cool Ranch sometimes give me belly aches. I mean, it's just chemicals, right? It's not oh, yeah. Like, it's not like, uh, like I thought of that of the uh, hot fries, you know? It's, oh, it's not Chester's like, or? There's not a, <laughs> that flavor doesn't exist in nature. There's not no. a, like, oh, this is a jalapeno. No, this is just weird chemicals with uh, dye. Made in like a lab coat place yeah a weird place um but are they delicious Jeez. yeah chips is one of the things i struggle with we've been eating healthier um lately and been doing a really good job no drinking either no drinking which we need to talk about probably uh my last drinking experience boys night out i had oh. that on the list but um what a nice boys wife. night out boys night out okay the <laughs> one boys kidding. night okay all right the one boys' night out in the last couple of months. Oh, same. I've never had a girls' night. I've had two, two, and you've had one, so we're basically even. Yeah, don't believe that, anyone. Okay, so where'd you go for boys' night out? <clears throat> um, I thought we were talking about something else. Oh, um, we, a friend of mine wanted to go drink alcohol. So oh, you don't say. It's like, all right. And to be <laughs> fair, I told you, I was like, or I could just like stay here and not do anything. I was kind of like, but I'm trying to be a good friend. And uh, we went to. Well, you hadn't been there to this place. Well, I wanted to go to Nickel City, which is yeah. a new, not, I guess not a new bar, but a bar. Well, uh, new if you have an eight month old. An eight month old. Our, our, one of my favorite bars in Austin. And yeah. And they opened one here. 
and they have a bunch of cool whiskeys and stuff like that. Um, but anyway, we went there with a couple couple of my bros and uh, hung out. <laughs> All dads? Dads. Dad party. And uh, the bartender, of course, was a manager that used to work for us. Oh, I, was, I, didn't, <laughs> so, I forgot to ask you about that. I mean, I get, we was can't. Was it okay? Yeah, it was fine. Oh, good. And he's a really nice guy. It was, you know, they they he had issues with the other manager, I think, more than anything. He was always cool with yeah, me. Yeah, because we're angels. And then he quit because I think that guy was being a dick to him. Well, and Nickel City opened. And Nickel City opened. But anyway, neither here nor there. But anyway, we're cool. But of course, I'm going to see someone that I know or that used to work for 100%. us. A hundred percent. So then I tipped like way too much. But I was like, whatever. You know, that is how it is. Um, frozen uh, coffee. Yeah. Phenomenal. With whiskey, whiskey, coffee. I've been there once too. Any type it's really of good. alcohol and coffee related drinks, you boys getting it. So because you had that, you've now sworn off alcohol. <laughs> well, not just that, but we <laughs> were there and then, but then it was like, oh, let's, you know, boys not out. And then. Uh, it's never worth it. Boys not out. And then had a tequila a drink of some sort mm -hmm. um in a fancy glass with the little wheel pinwheel thing um that was delicious so shout out nickel city that was good then we went to bearded lady and the bartender there was someone that i know <laughs> that doesn't like me very much um and Ooh. a friend of rowdy's oh. I, I yeah but uh and i don't really know why i just I don't know why they yeah, whatever. I know. But Neither anyway, here nor there. Who cares? Yeah, whatever. <laughs> um, but then, um, so we had one beer there and we're like, all right, let's get the hell out of here. And uh, it was a good beer. But then we went to Tarantula Tiki. So you know, you didn't tell me any of this stuff. Yeah, you're finding out right now. Uh, tiki Deal. Have you been there? No. Oh. Um, Why would I go there? I can't go anywhere. So. Oh, my God. <laughs> um, and it was uh, good. It was like, uh, well, I don't want to like talk bad about them, but we went to a place in Chicago called Three Dots and a Dash, which is like the coolest place mm -hmm. ever, Tiki Bar. And it's uh, underground and like super badass. Um, so this was kind of like that. So uh, had some drinks there and then Ubered home and watched music videos till like one in the morning or maybe later. Um and the Ubers were like $50 because I guess there's no Uber drivers yeah. anywhere. So that sucked. And then uh, we just hung over for like 36 hours and <laughs> felt like a shitty parent. Yeah. <laughs> like, you know, like, am I giving my kid 100% attention, uh, you know, as I'm, I'm hung over and, um, had a great time to be clear. It was a lot of fun, but then I was just like, you know, maybe I don't need to really drink alcohol because we don't drink at all at the house, mm -mm. which I, not that there's any problem with that. Um, but then we'll go like, hang out, have dinner with friends or something and then drink like nine margaritas. And then <laughs> yeah. that makes up for it. So one, I lost some weight during your pregnancy, I think just cause I wasn't yeah. drinking cause you weren't drinking. And then uh, just, you know, gained all that back from drinking beers and everything else. So, um, anyway, that was a great time and I haven't drank since. <laughs> it's pretty much the story. 
<laughs> well, that uh, tarantula place does look pretty cool. It was cool. Um, uh, we've been losing weight though. Yeah, and eating healthy and not it's drinking. Not that exciting, but except it's for Trace Agave tequila because we love Trace Agave. <laughs> Thank you for sponsoring this podcast. But um, uh, let's talk uh, cowboys. Okay, we just watched the Hard Knocks. Yeah, uh, the third episode. Yeah, and I guess there's one more. And I'm going to just throw this out there. Okay. Is this a hot sports opinion? Hot sports opinion. Is this conspiracy if it's true? There's something wrong with Dak. Okay. There's some secret stuff that they got going on. They're not letting him be Dak. I think that there's something going on. So this last episode we watched last night of Hard Knocks, they featured, which was cool, and I do appreciate this gentleman, the mailman. Yeah. They featured the mailman. Mail room. He's the fourth generation. That was cool. That's really cool. But they featured a mailman. And then they did this whole long drone point. drone shot, which was also really cool. Yeah. But, you know, nothing of Dak, like, playing. Yeah. And okay. then, like, they said, like, one thing about Dak. They were yeah. like, oh, like, he he's probably not going to play. Yeah. And then, like, they were like, he's not going to play any pre, pre-season. preseason games. And yeah. then it was just like, oh, and then this mailman's here. So yeah. I was just like, what the yeah. heck? Diversion. I see what you're it's saying. It's like, like smoke and mirrors. Like, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like there's some snakery going on, I think. I completely agree. And our friend Matt Pittman hinted at this uh, in the last episode where we mentioned Dak. Maybe something weird. He did a catering for, and he said this, but a Cowboys quarterback who the last won good one. multiple Super Bowls. and. Yeah insider scoop but he said that that gentleman said that he thinks the same thing that maybe there's something they're trying to hold him back because not completely healed or some sort of so then in the preseason game that one dude danucci Danucci. which seems like if he made some pasta i'm eating it because that's a great last name but He's like throwing Dimitri's interceptions. Pizzeria sounds yes, good. Yes, that yeah. sounds so good. <laughs> He's throwing interceptions left and right picks, and then I'm like, oh no, what's gonna happen? So he, what about? Yeah, what about no, him? Go ahead. He's not good. So then good yesterday, I'm just I'm just spitballing here. Okay, is that, yeah. isn't that a saying? Yeah, yeah. So yesterday, like Cam Newton gets cut, right? Yeah, from the Patriots. What happens if we signed him? I think that would be a terrible idea. How much money is he? Not not as much as you would think. Because even though he was, <clears throat> I think he won an MVP, but definitely took his team to the Super Bowl yeah. and then played pretty poorly, but um, was really good. The problem with Cam is he had a really bad uh, shoulder injury. Yeah, yeah. And so since that happened, his like throwing hasn't really been the same. Um, and they talked about that, like his last year at Carolina, cause he got cut, I want to say, and like no one signed him for like oh. a while. And then the Patriots signed him, but it was almost like you would think like other people would want him or whatever. And then it, I mean, I didn't like watch all their film, but didn't really play that well for the Patriots. Mm-hmm. So then they signed, uh, Mac Jones, quarterback from University of Alabama they drafted him and he played in some preseason games but so Cam is unvaccinated not to get into vax unvaxed talk but 
Um, and I think he was sick. He was out for like a week or something. And I like cut him. Well, seriously. So then <laughs> the other guy uh, got to play the rookie and it was pretty much they were like, well, okay, he's good enough. So we'll just get rid of Cam. So what's Cam going to do? I don't know. I don't Dude, know. I bet you Jerry's like, hey, son. I don't know. Hey, son. So, <laughs> it's just like, I, I mean, he, he may do that just because that's how he is. Because there's some secretness with Dak. That's what I'm saying. The problem with Jerry, and this has like been widely reported, is I don't think he factors character into uh, signing players. Like, uh, and there's a million, you know, guys that you well, can use. Well, it is Jerry. Like Greg Hardy is an example mm-hmm. of like a uh, former Ole Miss guy, but um, was one of the best players coming out of high school, was supposed to be great at Ole Miss, sucked, was terrible, didn't go to class, um, and then like beat up his girlfriend and like there was guns involved Yikes. or something. And then Jerry Jones was like, Hired. That's the guy I need. I'm gonna hang my hat on his to shoulder. Freaking play on my team, and a lot of people were upset about it. But uh, you know, he played. Well, like, Jerry's like just whatever to try and win. Yes, but then like they don't win. I think he is the type of guy who would literally do anything to win. Okay, and, man, this is leading us into some more topics. Okay, um, I don't know if Dak. I mean, it's. But this is what we talked about when we were watching it. Like all of our good players are like coaching on the sidelines during preseason, right? Coaching the guys who are not going to make the team. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like why? Like oh, we got to see. He's like, hey man, you need to like do a spin move here, and it's like, dude, this dude's not even going to be on any team in like a week. Uh, meanwhile, like Patrick Mahomes and all those guys are playing multiple quarters and Getting practicing prepared. and. But for some reason, and then they're like, "Dad can't play." Yeah, and then they had a pitch count on him during practice mm-hmm. where he could only throw so many throws. We see, we see what's up. I, uh, How, the, oh man, the just Cowboys are just—they're tricksters, you yeah. know. Snakes and in the grass, swindlers, you could say. And uh, Jerry, as much as I despise him from a football standpoint, the man's a genius. He's just I mean, flying out on helicopters too. <laughs> just <laughs> wherever, just to be able to like fly your helicopter into work and leave. <laughs> and then they're having meetings where it's like the coaches and stuff and like him He's and like, Steven are in there and you're just like, what is, what, what are they providing? I think they just want to feel like included. Yeah. I mean, it is their money, I guess. Yeah, they so. spend a ton of money. Um, but yeah, he'll like just just like get involved just to like stir shit up just a little bit and then leave like on mm-hmm. his helicopter. Out of here. <laughs> yeah. uh, and then he had the great line where they left Steven. <laughs> yeah. And uh, they're like, hey, we need to fly back to get Steven on the helicopter. And he's like, yeah, no problem. Which then, too, this is like another thing. This is a rich guy, boss person thing mm-hmm. where it's like, you could tell he like MF or some people like, Oh, for sure on the show and everything. He's like, Oh, no problem, man. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. Cause when the guy, the helicopter guy's like, Hey, we got to go back and get Steven. His initial response is sure. No problem. Yeah. Whatever. And then like a minute later when he thinks about it, he's like, why not just start the day fucking up? <laughs> <laughs> and you're like, 
Oh, you see. We laughed at you, that for like dude, five minutes. You see, like his whole like tone change of like shining yeah. through. So it's like I guess that's my point. Is like he's definitely thrown a cup of coffee at an assistant. One hundo. Um, said some inappropriate and then they made things, him I'm that sure. person like sign something to say never yeah. speak of this again. Yeah. So anyway, um, speaking that, of uh, being like snakes yeah. and whatnot. Yeah. Okay, we finished Sopranos. I'm pretty sad about that because yeah. that was an excellent series. Yeah, um, the so ending. Good. Yeah. So spoilers if you haven't watched a 25 year old show, but um, <laughs> is great. it only 25? Yeah. I don't know. It's old. Great <laughs> show. <clears throat> and then the, the final end. episode. How did you feel? Like it was like uh, still a cliffhanger. Like what was going to happen? I think, and Paul, maybe you can chime in on this because he was telling us about it. You, you basically, spoiler, 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 you go, they, th- there's so much going on. He's fighting with like 20 different people. There's all this stuff. Yeah. He's got this yeah, kid who's just an absolute idiot. And then the girl is like doing well, but she's got her own problems. They go to some diner and then they all like are sitting down waiting. They're playing, what, what song? They're playing some song that's like, uh, I can't remember the song, but it was very just everything that was going on was very like ominous. Yes. Like and something everything. was gonna happen. Like it was like, there was like Meadows trying to park. Yeah, there were there were three. I thought something was gonna happen to Meadow when Me she too. walked across the street. Mm-hmm. I was like, No, she doesn't get a hit. Me yeah. too. There's a lot of weird And then there was stuff. like three guys that kept like looking back at Tony, like, are they about to pull a gun or not? The guy that yeah. walked to the bathroom in the leather jacket. Right. right. That creepy guy at the bar, I was He's gonna like, say. Kept looking. I think that well, I, I read an article and I, I was telling you guys that he that the the writers said i wanted to ruin everyone's life well he did I i'm so sad uh, about it mission accomplished <laughs> yeah but but why but you know when i watch but how could you really bring that to a close if it was the last episode last season there there were so many things happening people try. in prison it could have still I mean, been going like, i would have watched it still i'd still be watching now if he was still alive and everything was going i know on. i'm sad that he actually like literally passed away well you know they're life. making them the the saints of newark mm-hmm. right the movie prequel the prequel, prequel whatever, movie. Yeah. yeah i cannot wait for Man. that so, so uh left left wanting but i guess that's my point yeah, is like you watch six seasons or whatever it was of a show and then at the end they're just like you figure it out like you know it's like art like, art is your know. interpretation it feels like a cop out but that's kind of like game of thrones was like the guy hasn't written the last book yet and they were just like well we got to put something together and they screwed that up yeah so. has there ever been a show finale where you like felt good about it because mm-hmm. they said like loss was the same way uh um, not trying to watch house. watch house i don't know if i watched wasn't house, uh, house yeah. was amazing ending was good yeah, the yeah. whole whole thing was amazing. It's on TV all the time. I House? watched it. Yeah, you yeah. gotta watch it. It's, I mean, he's the like doctor. The, he's yeah, like an addict. Like, yeah, but he's like the perfect combination of like brilliant, funny, and just the biggest oh. asshole ever. I gotta watch. Okay, that. I might need to watch. And such hey, a smartass. He show. actually like the how much of a smartass he is reminds me of you, Travis. <laughs> 
Damn, Perfect. I'm okay. I'll watch. You're it. gonna really like it because <laughs> you're gonna. He's so mean to people, but it's so <laughs> great. Like it just makes me laugh because I'm like, oh, I want to be that. I want to be that too. Yeah, we oh. might share similar uh, management oh, I'm styles. I'm gonna look that up. So we finished Sopranos. Yeah. And I was like, damn, what do we watch now? I want something that's like you know, catch attention grabbing twist turns. Sure. So then we basically Suspense. just went to. The mafia of America in the mountains, yeah. which is now Yellowstone. Yellowstone, yeah, so good. Yeah, a lot of death, murders, blood. Yeah. Not too much druggings. Drug. Oh, well, a little bit, a of little drugs. bit of drugs. Not yeah. as much nudity as Sopranos. Oh, unfortunately, hard for you. I know it's pretty terrible, but suck. <laughs> um, it's it's great. It's really I good, like, but like get you going like dude we were talking about that because this is our thing everything's on a schedule and so we you know give izzy dinner then a bath and then put her down and then it's showtime and Mm -hmm. then we have time for like an hour or two before we (laughs) need to fall asleep to uh (laughs) to watch shows so um we uh have almost finished Yellowstone we're down to we have one, one episode, more episode but, so sad um it's uh it's good it's it's like but somebody said it's the same guys that did Sons of Anarchy so it's kind of like a cowboy Sons of Anarchy cowboy okay um uh, Sopranos if you will I really um, like it yeah I, I, and there's another ep- uh, so there's three seasons and there's supposed to be a fourth yes coming this fall and I then believe. in Fort Worth yeah our wonderful, beautiful city of Fort Worth in the stockyards, they're mm-hmm. doing the prequel, Why 1883. Yeah. And they literally made, I mean, the stockyards looks like super old and awesome cowboyish right. anyway. And then they like brought in dirt for the yeah. roads and they're like filming for the next three weeks, I think. So it looks like it looks old, so old 1800s. Yeah, so really cool. cool. And then uh, they, I applied to be an extra on that. I don't you know did? if I told you, but. Wow, thanks for friend, sharing. Um, our friend apparently is going to be, but then. Yeah, Hot Rod. Hot Rod is on that Whole Foods. No, he's <laughs> on that Trader Joe's, Trader Joe's. TJ's. Um, the Sam Elliott is going to be in it, and okay. then Tim McGraw and Faith Hill, apparently. Ooh, I love it. Tim McGraw. But it's like the great-grandfather of uh, Kevin yeah. Costner's character. And, uh, I don't know, whatever. though. Are you going to be like, <sighs> I just have really high expectations for it. So just because I love like actual Yellowstone so much, I'm, I'm sure like, it'll this be better good. be bomb.com for me to be all Well, they're filming excited. it at, at the Four Sixes Ranch or part of it which yeah. is cool the old lady i used to work for his mm-hmm. family stole that from the indians hundreds of years ago but what do you think about nor there. <laughs> what do you think about some of the characters i uh well and i don't want to give spoilers so you know fast forward like five minutes or whatever um it's like there's a couple of the characters and i won't say i guess specifically but like you're like, this is a show about ranching, right? right? And like living out in Montana. And by the third episode, there's like 20 people that have been murdered. Yeah, <laughs> you're, you're like, like what? Wait, what? <laughs> like, I think like Tony's here. Yeah, it's like, I thought this was like But a then they're just like, we got to cover this up and drop <laughs> yeah. this body over this cliff real quick. Yeah. And no one knows about it. And then there's 70 bodies at the bottom of this cliff from all the people that they've it's pretty wild. Uh, had to deal with. But I'm talking um, about like... Like, barbecue world, we need a rip, man. Dude, for sure. If you haven't seen the show, 
I need a rip. First of all, life. yeah, we need a rip. He's just like, Rip, go do this, and Rip just will murder people for you. Do it, just handle, sell a cow Which for you, uh, do whatever you we're need. We're not condoning to be clear, yeah, but, but you know, you appreciate that type of loyalty. The loyalty in an employee of a rip. That's um, a good name too. Rip. Rip. Uh, what was I? Beth. Oh, the the one thing <laughs> that I thought was cool, uh, or I don't know if it's cool if I should say that, but they. Uh, have to, they get branded? <laughs> it's like, yeah, Trav's like, we should do that to the podcast guy or the podcast to the smokehouse guys. <laughs> get like a heim, like voluntarily. I mean, it's just, <laughs> uh, but you have to be committed if you want to be in the smokehouse, you know. It's yeah. like, uh, it's not just for any, you gotta earn any idiot, you gotta earn your brand, you gotta earn your respect, yeah, and that live up to the brand, right? That's what they said, yeah, because uh, the freaking brand the hell out of these guys that are like criminals and then. Then they have to it's work because they're like they like you know put in some murder in and yeah. then like they they can't tell what happens on the Yellowstone right. to outsiders. So once you're in, you're in. You're Walker, in. blood in, blood out. Yeah, Walker, uh, uh, Ryan Bingham, mm-hmm. uh, played by the great Ryan Bingham, who I think is playing Billy Bob soon. I'm oh really? Sure. Ooh, let's um, take him a brisket. He's awesome though. Love his uh, love Before his. Before Meat does, I called it Meat Church. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Matt's like doing everybody. Matt's like on text to text basis with these people. <laughs> yeah. It's like uh, doing yoga with Luke Bryan this weekend, probably, or something. Um, Man. Yeah, anyway, I'm bummed. I, I, it's going to end. It's a great show. We Season have one three. episode left, but it is intense, dude. We've talked about this where, like, uh, the other night it was like, okay, one more episode and then we'll go to bed. And it's like 1145 and we're like standing up in bed, like just <laughs> adrenaline, just riled up, dude, juiced up. Like, I know. This is like so like intense. I'm probably about to go ride a horse right now. <laughs> I mean, I, you know, I want to make it clear. I, I am still anti-horse because uh, they're violent, <laughs> uh, violent animals. But <laughs> there is something cool about the show where it's like the beauty of. You know, they're like uh, herding cattle they're and all loyal sorts AF, of cool man. stuff. And Those horses. <clears throat> yeah, some of them. Um, so great. That was Yellowstone Now, now we need uh, show recommendations. I guess house we could look into. House, Anything else that you guys uh, are uh, thinking that Emma and Travis should definitely watch, let us know. Because we do have this, this sacred couple of hours after bedtime with Izzy that we're like, all right. Hit us up. Let's watch something. I... um. <laughs> Uh, I mean, we're big Ted Lasso. We're on that yeah. weekly. That's a great. I'll I'll say that forever. That's great. Um. So that was Yellowstone talk. Uh. Something interesting happened, and this was about a week ago because we've been behind with uh, Matt's deal. But there was an incident between a couple of restaurants here locally, mm-hmm. and um, I wanted to get your take on it because okay. it it was pretty interesting to me and. I bet you can guess how I feel about it, but for some reason, the comments on Facebook were not in line with my belief. So anyway. Okay. Well, um, Facebook, huh? So uh, I don't even know how to set this up. So um, there was a post on North Texas Barbecue Addicts, which is just a phenomenal Facebook group of (laughs) expert barbecue (laughs) cooks. Um, who all could run very successful restaurants, I'm sure. Um, but this guy said, let's talk about barbecue ethics real quick because I'm on fire, capital letters, just hearing about this. Uh, my friend for many years whose family owns Mike's Real Pit Barbecue in Grand Prairie 
was fulfilling a to-go order for, in parentheses, all of the stuffed barbecue potatoes they had. So that's like a loaded baked potato with like brisket, I think, delicious. and cheese and all. Yeah, I'm sure delicious. Um, shout out Mike's Real Pit Barbecue. Uh, she then posted on her Facebook letting her customers know they were sold out of stuffed potatoes. Again, someone calls, I need all your potatoes. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I would, like hang up probably. Uh, <laughs> this isn't real. Um, so she's like, no problem. So sold them. Um, we're sold out, told all their customers. <clears throat> then the twist, when the to-go customer arrived and took possession of the stuffed potatoes, she learned that they were purchased by Gordo's Barbecue, a rival barbecue restaurant in the same town, and that they had not prepared enough potatoes for the day. So he, this is just some random employee, I think, which, you know, it was like he got thrown in the middle of it. Um, so he was sent to buy uh, Mike's Real Pit Barbecue potatoes, which they were using right then for their own large to-go order. <laughs> Hilarious. <laughs> Excuse me. So this rival restaurant not only put her out of one of her most popular dishes on a weekend, but also sold them as their own. Uh, what say you? Have I lost my marbles in being upset for Morgan's family? My understanding is they did not get permission or tell her what the order was for until they got there. They acted like another paying-to-go customer. You know what? Is this... It's happened to us. Okay. <laughs> Multiple times. Yeah. But specifically... Oh, it happens. Time. I mean, I'm sure it happens to a lot of places. I mean, it's totally uncool for sure. Because you would just be like, why don't you just come to me for catering? So early on at Magnolia. Yeah. Um, when I was GM GMing full-time at Magnolia, um, we just had one store. This guy comes in in a red apron, and it's it's like maybe 20 minutes before 11, so we hadn't opened yet. And uh, he's like got this piece of paper, and it's like an order for Heim. And I'm like, oh, you're like really prepared or whatever. Great, but yeah. then I was also like, why are you in an apron? <laughs> And then uh, come to find out that the his client had requested Heim barbecue. So, like, he just came and, like, bought it. And then I guess it was, like, upcharging our food to this client. Right. And I, yeah, I let him know that they he wanted, wasn't welcome back ever again. They wanted I took his money, though, that day. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I think they got, yeah, bacon burn-ins. And I want to say they got another protein. Um, but, yeah, I was like, you're not welcome back. But that's the line, though. You still like took the money and well, we yeah. made a sale. So. Yeah, I took. I'm okay. I'm <laughs> open to so. sales. <laughs> that's where it's like it's a weird thing. And, He's like they uh, wanted Heim. They said rival barbecue, so I wonder if they've like had some issue in the past Probably. or something. If we like, um, if you listen to our true, uh, true Hollywood, true barbecue stories series or episode two episodes ago, thirteen, I think. I mean, there's always rivalries, I think, that aren't always displayed. This is such a stupid, weird industry with all the... It's pretty funny, though. ...talk behind your back and everything else. I I despise it, that part of it, but um, really interesting. So I, I'm on the side of, like, I think it's shitty that they did it and then mm -hmm. resold it. Yeah. But they also, like, you sold out of all of the potatoes you made immediately... So that's a positive, right? Yeah. I mean, it's it. That's the thing where it's weird because some people are like, "Oh my god, they should be You're like in prison." And if you say it's let's just say it's five hundred bucks. Yeah. To the sell to sell them all to this one person so right. that they can resell them, which is kind of sucky. Or you're just going to sell them throughout the day and right. make five hundred bucks. So what's 
the issue is, and this is what it's like plagiarism, like right, right, like taking someone's essay in college or book or whatever. Like if you're going to say it's your own and sell it that way, which we also have had people try to do for like their openings of like bars and stuff like, oh, we cook this barbecue and like not have our staff there set up serving or whatever. Or tell anyone. Or being like, hi, barbecue is going to be set up for buffet. And we've had to like crack some skulls on that, as Eric Miner would say, crack some skulls. <laughs> um, but to do that is shady. To be like, we got Heim, we that, get it. That's the part that bugs me is that, the, uh, and this is all alleged, but if they were reselling it as like, this is their stuff, it's one thing if it's like a freaking potato with like cheese, but apparently their potato, you know, it's like brisket and all that stuff. Like it's, so their, it's like one their, of their signature yeah. things. So anyway, but we've had, people open with our exact menu of sides and meats oh, yeah. and everything else. So it's like, uh, you know, again, there's not like, uh, there's always going to be the same sides in Texas barbecue. That's just how it goes. I mean, it's beans, potato salad, mac and cheese, green beans, whatever greens, but it's how you do it that yeah. like on our potato salad, it's a, I've always said this from day one. Not everybody likes mayo based. Not right. everybody likes a straight ma- mayonnaise based. Mustard. Mustard based, excuse me. And so the way we did it was a compromise between where it's kind of like it reaches more people, a sour cream based, a loaded baked potato, mm-hmm. twice baked, delicious. And yeah. So it's like obviously if other people are doing it, we are aware of it. And now <laughs> everyone does. Yeah. That. <laughs> but hey, so, it's good. I get it. <laughs> whatever. But I mean, that's just how it is too. Like that's, that seems a little bit different. Like one person does a lotes and then 20 different places do a lotes. Right. One person I'm does not doing Brussels a sprouts and all. Yeah. I mean, it just doesn't really work with. Well, with we can't. Yeah. Thing, but, you know, um, so anyway, I, I thought that was interesting. This, the, the main comment, which I guess I don't need to read, but I thought was, uh, interesting was basically someone saying like the person, the seller of the potatoes should just suck it up and like take the high road and be like, it's a compliment that someone is using your food. And that got like 30 likes on, uh, does that person own a restaurant? Absolutely not. Okay. So that's the thing where that was interesting to me though, because it seemed like the majority of people were kind of just like, Hey, what's the big deal? And I don't know, maybe it's not a big deal, but to me to just like, for all these people know, they could have been doing this for years and they just now figured it out. Seriously, Yeah. But like, like, we uh, just buy, you know, I don't know, like slow bone food and then I would buy their (laughs) chicken. I would buy their fried chicken and resell it. So good. (laughs) We're doing a, an event or a couple of events with coming up and hopefully they'll do their chicken because that's like so good so anyway potato fiasco um we've had that multiple times before and it is what it is but um we didn't complain about it but also there's a lot of people complaining online (laughs) i don't know if i should say you just now realizing this no i mean like barbecue owners complaining oh right uh, it's an abnormal amount and we've all been through like the worst year of our lives and I understand it, but it's like, it's, it's interesting to me of like people just, I don't know, maybe I shouldn't even say anything, <laughs> but just like bitching about well, okay. whatever. When you're in a consumer industry where like people buy your product, not right. everyone is going to like it. Right. And that is just the 
bottom line in any type of thing. It could right. be you're trying to sell clothes, you're trying to sell alcohol, you're trying to sell food, right. like you're trying to sell a horse or whatever. Horse. Maybe not everyone is going to like what you've created and what you think is good. Right. A lot of people do. A lot of people enjoy it. But I don't understand why there's such a pill to swallow with that. Because, right. I mean, us as humans, we don't like every single thing at, right. at every single restaurant. Yeah. Am I going to leave a review? Hell no. Absolutely not. I don't have the time to go and give somebody a one star. Will I go back? Probably not. But you're not going to hear me like talking about it. No. But as a as ownership and in the position that we are in, right? It's going to happen. Yeah. I get messages. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I get one stars at eleven forty five at night when I'm riled up watching Yellowstone. But that's just how it goes. And I think it's like I part of it. I think is. It's just a part of your growing up as a restaurant owner. hundred percent. And I don't mean that in a, like, we have been doing it forever and we know what we're doing. I literally <laughs> mean, like, everyone that I've ever seen, if you open a food truck or a restaurant, like, the first year or so, it's like, we got a one-star review. Someone was mean to us. Like, this is the end of my life. And then you reach a point where you realize, like, oh, there are, like, certain people who write Yelp reviews and do things like that. And the majority of the time, mm -hmm. it's not a, as big a deal as it is. Like you'll get a one-star review for the most mundane, crazy thing or someone we've got some with the, because of the mask where they assume that the cashier said something that they didn't say, but it's cause there's a mask one on star. and there's all sorts of like just crazy. But that person was like anti-mask and all that, you know? So Anyway, and I, I don't know, I just popped into my head because there's like, and two, there's a thing on Twitter, like, you know, Twitter, social media, all that is, is the worst, but somebody said something the other day and it was like, and tagged us in another place. And I couldn't tell if they were making fun of us or the other place. So like, life and brain strangely worded, so, on it. Uh, I didn't even say anything. I was just like, whatever. But then the other place did like a weird gif of like, you know, like, like they're mad or whatever. Oh, I and don't then know, it, man. It made it into a big deal. But the other thing too Dude, is I like, get it. People aren't going to like everything. No, I think that's something too, that we've tried to really focus on as, and you know, it hurts us, I think with like critics and food media, but even our perspective of restaurants has changed since having a kid. This episode is brought to you by Trace Agave's tequila, 100% USDA certified organic tequila. Delicious tequila, some of our favorite. They got the Añejo, they got the Blanco, they got the Reposado tequila made in tequila, slow roasted for approximately 20 hours, almost like a delicious brisket, you yeah. may say. Um, Trace Agave's awesome stuff. Thanks for sponsoring. Heim Time Podcast. You might want to check out their organic margarita mix. They also have a strawberry margarita mix. No high fructose corn syrup if you're trying to watch the Ooh. weight like myself. Maybe just a little ranch water, <laughs> uh, just some tequila over ice. Delicious stuff. Uh, like Emma said, 100% certified organic. Awesome tequila. Thank you, Trace Agaves. Uh, drink some responsibly. Oh, and yeah. Like, when we started in the food truck to now let's just use ourselves as an example, open two days a week, three days a week. We're open for like an hour and a half or two hours yeah. and you have to stand in line for three hours and do all this. 
it's not a good business model. And the and people who are diehard barbecue guys, the North Texas barbecue addicts, are guys who are going to be like, fuck yeah, dude, I'm in. I'll <laughs> waste five hours to go stand in line and do all this. And it's cool and all that, blah, blah, blah. And so, you know, again, like when we started, we had to do that. We mm-hmm. had zero dollars. A lot of places are like that. But now as we've grown and, and looking at new stores and, you know, all the stuff we have going on, we're like, okay, how can we do all of the things that are great, that people love, make really good barbecue sides, all the non-barbecue menu items we have. We have a full bar, liquor license, all that stuff. That wasn't common really, um, you know, in barbecue. And then we're in a building where you can come and sit and you don't have to like wait forever and you Mm -hmm. can do. So I guess my point is like a lot of times too, it's like, I don't know if everyone thinks about, you know, what's your like demographic? What are people like the majority of people uh, don't have five hours to stand in line or don't want to and all that. So like we've tried to be more family friendly, family focused, inclusive in general, this isn't just a barbecue thing, and I'm not pointing any fingers, but food media and stuff like Michelin stars, all that, it's generally like the most exclusive. Right. Is the There's no Izzy's sitting in a Michelin star restaurant. No. <laughs> I mean, we went to a restaurant, you went to a restaurant recently, and they were like, you brought your baby? Locally, <laughs> like, during lunch, disgusted. too. Wasn't even, <laughs> I literally said... Uh, I, she goes, you should have said on the reservations, the host lady, yeah. you should have said on the reservations that you were going to have a stroller and it's not a stroller. It's her like carrier, but it's the Duna with the wheels, which right. if you're mom or dad, uh, and you have a little one, Dunas are the way to go. Worth every penny. Worth yeah. every penny. Um, but anyway, she was like, you should have put in the notes section on the reservation that you were going to bring a carrier and a child. And I was like, I literally like looked at her and I go, she's a part of me. What am I supposed to do? Just yeah, like oh, leave her just in the car. Side real quick. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry. So it's kind of an interesting thing, but yeah, I mean, if we go out, I mean, we probably have a tops an hour and a half to like get in with, if we have Izzy mm-hmm. get in because you know, she's going to have to eat again. She's going to need diaper change. She's going to start right. wanting a nap. And so, yeah, that's something that we've been thinking about now that you know, we can go out a little bit more with her and we're starting, we're, we're getting used to everything. Right. It's, that's what we're thinking about when we're picking a restaurant that we're going to spend our money at is how can this yeah. work for our child? If she does like uh scream, are we going to annoy other people? Yeah. You, know? so, like you can't go to like, a, there's certain like restaurants. Yeah. At certain restaurants we go to now where we'll like request, like what we want to sit in this corner. We want to you yeah. know, all of these things just so that we can kind of like have an area and wrangler. But no, I get what you're saying. It, it is. I mean, it does change your perspective. And I think perspective. now that we we have Izzy and I mean, we did a great job with River and yeah. family oriented. But I think like moving forward, creating new spaces will be with children in mind. And that doesn't mean that if you don't have a child, you can't come. It's just like an extra perk for right. families. Yeah, well, I, and when we were in Austin, every place we went to didn't have a changing table. Okay, and 100%. And just think about how important that is for people that have kids and stuff. So we, I don't know. I, I got off on a tangent. Well, we did go to, um, Was I wanted to talk about Austin because that was a really cool trip and we got to do some cool stuff. But 
we went to Clark's Oyster Bar and like also our pro thing is like going at like four with mm-hmm. Izzy because it's like after her late nap and then or maybe right in the middle of her nap if she falls asleep would be dope. But um, usually not busy. In Clark's, if you, you, yeah, if yeah. you haven't been to Clark's, it's very small, but it's freaking delicious and it's really cool. And they have like an open like seafood counter where you can pick what you want and all this stuff. And so I was a little bit anxious taking Izzy. But, like, they were so cool about it. And that's what I'm, like, that's how people should be. Like, we know this place isn't probably traditionally for an eight-month-old. But you know what? A lot of people have eight-months-olds and eight-months-olds. And they just can't go to your restaurant. So we dropped a ton of money there, too. We did. But but it was cool. Like, they were all like, hey, good to, you know, welcoming, warm. I just, and, you know, I always, like, get off on a tangent. But I think that that's my thought is, like, we're everything in the world 2021 is like be more inclusive and we've really tried to do that with the restaurants and all that and like there's not a lot of places open seven days a week there's not a lot of places open four days a week yeah <laughs> like seven days a week and all the stuff and you know but breakfast lunch and dinner everything um so i i think perspective is a great way to put it like that's really changed for me and you know all that not everyone's gonna get it not every like people want to compare us to like a Franklin or something else. And you're like, well, you know, by comparison there, it's what is your thing? Like for us, it's like, we just want to make really great restaurants that people can enjoy you and I, you know, Mm -hmm. let's say if for some crazy reason, we're able to go on a date, we could go on a date and have some food, drinks, have a good time, or we could go as a family. You could do all that. Um, but it's hard to do that in the other. But then I guess back to my original point is like, oh my God, barbecue's so hard and all that. It's not. You're not a doctor. You're not a nurse. <laughs> You're not like a brain surgeon. Am I being like too much of a jerk? It's not that hard. There are people that have real jobs that have been affected by Corona yeah. and everything else that are like, firefighters police putting right. their life on the line no i see what you're saying and i don't see them writing nine paragraph facebook posts about how terrible their <laughs> job was today that someone you know gave them a one-star review so anyway okay so sorry, n- sorry. North, north texas barbecue a, addicts <laughs> uh, no i mean they're uh, they um uh, that was just that potato thing they've said some shit about us in the past of but course. then we've also heard a lot of good things too i think it's just that's the thing about barbecue and this is like a texan line but Every male in Texas thinks they can cook barbecue and coach football. And that's oh, just yeah. like a, you know, funny. It's line, a thing. But, um, speaking of Yelp reviews, just since that <laughs> popped into my head, um, one of my favorite comedians, Tim Dillon, on his podcast this week, they had uh, someone sent them Lori Lightfoot, who is the mayor of Chicago. Mm-hmm. Have you seen her? They sent uh, them her Yelp uh, page and it was awesome oh my <laughs> because gosh. someone had figured out before she was the mayor that she had See? posted all these Yelp Once it's uh, out deals. there, it never goes away. And, uh, I won't tell the whole story. It was really funny, but basically she gave someone a one-star review and it was for like a limo company that was taking them to some sort of event. And, uh, It was just like, and then the limo company wrote back, which was the best part of like 
everything you've said here is a lie, basically. And we have proof. We have video proof. We have all this. You were mean to the driver where she said that the driver oh. did this. So my point. thats That speaks to her character then. Well, you could say that. Ooh. And, you know, a lot of people, that's neither here nor there. But um, it was really funny, uh, his take on I was hoping you were going to say it was like a one-star McDonald's or something. No. That's, those are always the best. But she said, like, she starts it off with, like, we had a party and... Uh, her and her wife were going to somewhere and there was a, a male uh, driver right? uh-huh. and there seems to be an issue with this. And then he uh, asked to go to the restroom and then pissed all over the toilet seat and then mm-hmm. blah, blah, blah. And then blah, blah, blah. And in the, re- the um, response from the company, they're like, we have video proof. He never left the car. Like he, ne- he didn't Why would even she make that up. Great question. Mm-hmm. He never even got out of the car to do anything at any point. And then there was some, it, it was a whole thing, but basically, so they were like, from the first thing you said, we know that you're lying. And then the rest of this is whatever. So all I want to ask is, is it ever okay to Yelp? No. Okay. But like, <laughs> glad we're exactly. on the same page. <laughs> <laughs> but if someone's like that, like, charged to blatantly lie like that then how do you know anything on yelp is real well they also said like her credit card was declined multiple times okay and they like at they so like she was let her do another we use another credit card but she doesn't mention that at all she doesn't mention like that they like tried to work stuff. with her yeah. and like make it better for her yeah um and she accused the driver of misogyny and um uh, homophobia, I think, because oh, no. she has a wife, but it was like, I don't know there. And, you know, I'm sure there's, there's whatever, three sides to every story or whatever the hell they say. Mm-hmm. And the truth is somewhere in the middle. Um, but it was really funny. But, and then we, uh, we talked about this a little when I did Jake and TC's podcast, cause I think TC, uh, writes positive Yelp reviews. <laughs> but it's like, it's nice. I guess though, is it? No, really... I don't have the time. So uh, to me, I've never written a Yelp. I, d- I did in the past because when it was like early on, like this is like 10 years ago. I think I, I did. Like, oh, this is really cool. For my friend that worked at a, a like spa in LA. Yeah. So again, never been there, but I wrote a Yelp. So there you go. <laughs> and I'm sure, uh, <laughs> You know, I'm sure uh, I I know I wrote some in the past because that was like early and you're like, oh, this is so cool. Like it did used to be cool. You know, whatever. But even if you're writing like positive, like you spend like nine paragraphs writing some positive thing. It's like, does anyone care about your opinion? This is the thing (laughs) to me. And I know I'm getting a little off the rails, but it's like, (laughs) in my opinion, and I am a restaurant owner, so mm-hmm. I'm directly impacted, one could say, by these reviews. To me, you come to one of our restaurants and you have a great time. I don't I don't want you to write a review at all. I would rather you not. I would rather you go to three or four of your closest friends and say, I really enjoyed this restaurant. You should go there. Mm-hmm. And that's it. And if you have a negative, you know, thing where some like we had a, a heartbroken foodie yeah, emailed this week. the other day where she complained about perfectly cooked brisket from what it looked like from the photos. Um, it like if there's a negative, we've done this before. We'll tell the waiter 
or we'll tell the manager Mm -hmm. in the moment, hey, just so you know, this was like a little cold or this was, you know, whatever, some sort of thing. Or like won't even say anything. (laughs) Or or we'll just begrudgingly pay and pay a 20% tip and just leave and be like, well, we're not going there again. But uh, I won't tell anybody if it's a bet, you know, unless it's like uh, made us sick or something like that, which we have had. But but even then I didn't write a review or anything. So I don't know. I just thought that was funny because I think too specifically like that and that whole episode, which was hilarious is, um, just talking about what, what causes someone to write a Yelp review and like, how is it used? I think it's like, it goes back to like, um, Danny Meyer setting the table. He's like, people just want to be heard. People want to be heard. And so one of the first things when I get a complaint email or a message or something on social, I'm like, I'm so sorry to hear this. Thank you for letting me know. Did you happen to reach out to the manager on duty during While you're your there. visit? Yeah. And then 99.9% of the time they're like, no. And they just like, they left. And then it's like something in their head, just ticking, bothering them. Like I should have said something or I've been waiting to leave so I could like message them or something. Mm. It's something about just that, like human nature. I want to be heard. I want to tell someone about this experience. And then I'll be like, wow, you know, I'm so sorry. Uh, You know, I wish you would have reached out to the manager. We could have corrected this on the spot. And then still, if they're like, well, I didn't remember, then I'm like, let me send you a gift card. We'd love to have you back in or whatever. Don't try this just because you want a gift card. (laughs) Cause I'll probably send you one. We've had people do that, but but it's kind of an, it's just people want to be heard. It's yes. the same as like, as soon as you get some type of gossip or something, you're like, Ooh, who am I going to tell? You know, it's like, we share a lot of things with each other, but it's like, you, you know, you can't tell everybody everything, but 99% of issues, complaints, anything like that are people just want to be heard. Yep. They feel like they've been slighted mm-hmm. in some way. I'm being mistreated or treated differently right. than someone else mm-hmm. is almost every single time down to the cashiers said was right. mean to me or something, you know, some like whatever, like random or, uh, you know, this guy got more food than I did or what, you know, some like random thing. My but- only thing with Yelp and like, gosh, I can't even tell you the last time I've read Yelp for Heim, which probably isn't good, but, um, yeah, The only thing that I really take to heart on Yelp or any type of reviews is like if it's the same complaint over and over again. So if someone is like the ribs were undercooked, the ribs were undercooked, the ribs were undercooked, and it's like five of the same reviews from different people on different days, then we know, okay, we need to check in and make sure our cooks are pulling, wrapping, doing all the stuff at the right time, blah, blah, blah. But like, other than that, people are nuts. So you can't take, but also take it to heart. <laughs> for that example, I'm firing someone. Well, yeah, exactly. That point, means, you know, you got to look. Well, my point would be that's something that we should catch. That's not well, 100%. something. That, but you know what I'm saying? I mean, I guess. Or it could be like saying, the restroom, like, the restroom needed to be mopped or something. It's, someone's fired. Yeah. Again, my point, it's not, we and we've talked we don't about look this on a Yelp lot. for our solutions, exactly. I guess is what you're saying. <laughs> yeah. No, hundred percent. Everyone is up to our standard, but this was the thing the other day we went to Magnolia, no disrespect. The patio looked like shit. Yeah. It's like <laughs> weeds and stuff and it like did. things falling apart. And we were like, what the hell? And it was ridiculous. It's much so better now. You would think someone would, uh, notice that, but you know, those are the type of things that get missed, I guess. Yeah. Whatever. Anyway. Um, 
Yeah, I, I, enough of the the Yelp talk. I got but. I got some stuff to talk about real quick. Let's do it. So for my entire life, like I'm not even playing. I don't. I don't. Obviously, don't remember the first time I tried an egg, but I'm like the guy Fieri. Is that how you say his name? Yeah. He doesn't eat eggs. I don't eat eggs. I've like it's a bugaboo. It's my main bugaboo of food. Right. Um, not a big egg because fan. not nope. that I don't dislike them, but it like just doesn't settle well with me. Um, so like one of the first things you're supposed to introduce to a child when they start solids is eggs because it's an allergen. And so you need to see like, are they allergic? And mm. then you just kind of like watch them to see if they start developing hives and happens. you're just like, this is the worst <laughs> day of my life. So because I have these egg issues, which like my, my brother's daughter, yeah. Olive, she also doesn't like, doesn't settle well with her. Right. And then my grandmother, um, so my mom's mom. Um, so like we, I just don't, don't partake. And so no. I was pretty nervous at the six month check. They were like, you got to introduce your kid to egg, mm -hmm. the doctor, pediatrician. And I was just like, this is not, this isn't like, I was like, Travis, this is my worst nightmare. you got to be home. Cause I'm freaking out. Cause like, it just, it just doesn't feel good for me. And so I was, you know, 50% chance. Maybe my daughter would also have those issues. Well, Travis is like, maybe we should try egg whites with you right and then like izzy we just got to try the whole egg yeah to see and i did i've eaten egg whites like three days in a row and i've had no, no issues. issues incredible anyway that's really i just had to share for that you. for you guys I'm really happy. <laughs> but izzy's also been fine which is good because yeah. i was super anxious about it and she's been loving them uh but you don't have an issue with them no I've never had any issues, but yeah, it was always funny. Like for Christmas or something, my mom would make like a quiche nope. and you're just like, oh no, it's like <laughs> terrible. Well, like growing up, spending the night at friend's house, the parents would be like, yo, come on out. We got like footballs on and made a whole breakfast and be like eggs. And I'm like, I don't eat eggs. But my mom was like, I don't remember you having huge issues with them growing up. But I remember going on road trips, like with my grandpa. And for some reason, like we, we lived in California and we'd go to Mammoth Mountain and go skiing. Mm -hmm. They had a time townhouse there. And for some reason, this one road trip, I remember being like, I want this omelet and I don't eat Terrible eggs. Idea. And then my grandpa was like mad at me because I didn't eat the omelet. <laughs> and I still remember that. But I, I just remember being like, wait, I don't eat this. Anyway. Congrats. It's a big deal for me, but also it's looking good for it. So there's a lot of stuff that I don't necessarily like you really are like you don't you didn't like eggs which now i guess your egg whites are okay and then coconut you coconut, like coconut which and I wet peanut butter <laughs> love coconut coconut, coconut and wet rocks. peanut butter sounds delicious <laughs> you know what a pina colada or something oh, like that is yeah. good obviously especially if it's out of a pineapple for 12 extra dollars sure. on an island but yeah i'm not eating like those little like shaved pieces of coconut or like the thing that you brought back the other day from Whole Foods was just yeah, disgusting. Yeah. Just chunks of pineapple. I mean, coconut. I was like, get this out of the fridge. It's delicious. Um, cocoa shrimp though. We've talked about no. that, but you get the garlic. Oh, you mean the restaurant? Yes. Yeah. 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 They you got, they got like a garlic lemon or something. Yeah. So you don't even do the no. fried coconut. Oh, I love it. It's just for me, it's a textural day. thing. Um, but anyway, so yeah, is is venturing into uh, Congrats. food, terrifying but good. Um, she likes those little puffs. 
puffs are good. She ate the uh, price tag of an item. A pair of socks. By my baby the other day. <laughs> Where I was like, We're really here, doing great, uh, guys. Here, hold this. And then I looked down and she's just like eating half of the t- price tag. I was, the lady had to like look up the item through the okay. computer. Sorry about that. That was you. That's um, all you. Okay. We're pointing fingers now. I gave them to her, but you didn't take them away. Um, what, um, I wanted to talk about Austin because we got to go see the Mill Scale Boys. Right. We which got was a really sick fun. Grill from them. Yeah. I'm wearing their shirt. That's why oh, I wore yeah. their shirt. Boom, boom. And then I wore this at Central Market the other day. And, uh, well, first one guy stopped me. I didn't tell you this, but he was like, Hey, man, you weld? And I was like, Yeah, all the time. Like, just being annoying facetious and uh he's like oh i'm trying to get into it do you know where i can buy an anvil literally central market employee do you know where i can buy amazon.com it's like i don't know man i'm you know sorry about that and then uh we had a conversation for longer than i wanted and then i went and i got uh burgers Mm because they have those good burger patties that we did we did uh burger bowls burger Mm -hmm. salads um, which sounds, uh, it's as sad as it sounds. And then we, and then the guy, the butcher guy was like, you still weld? You still weld? And I was like, yeah, dude. Yeah. I think I know which one you're talking the about. Guy. The old guy. Yeah. yeah. He's really nice though. And, uh, I've talked to him a thousand times. Yeah. And I guess he's like, oh yeah. You still guy, welding? The guy that's What'd still welding. What'd you say? Welding. He said, Yeah. Yeah, I just said, yeah. I go, yeah, mainly like part-time, but... Oh, my God. And then I walked off. <laughs> um, but anyway, so that's, you know, don't wear this shirt around. because still welding? People don't know that <laughs> it's a barbecue pit, but... Um, what the hell were we talking uh, about? Austin. So we went, oh, yeah. we went to, we, it was to pick up that grill, Santa Maria mm-hmm. Woodfire Grill, which is beautiful. But then we went to like the hills country or yeah, Kind of uh, Barton Creek. Barton Creek. Area. Yeah. Um, so this was the week that all the kiddos went back to school. So we Brilliant. pretty much just were there alone. Cause there was like no kids. Like Izzy had the I don't whole know if anyone else was there. Whole kid pool to herself. Yeah. Like it was perfect. Anyway, that's a pro tip because if you're gonna go out there, go the week of school they going back into sesh. Upgraded us to the penthouse, basically best room <laughs> in the whole place. And then uh, our door didn't shut. Yeah, it didn't. And then we told the lady at the front desk, and uh, she, I don't either, didn't understand or she didn't. was like, "Do you want us to move us?" I was like, "No, because this is the best room. Where are we going to yeah. go?" So <laughs> that kidding. was a little bit weird, but um, other than that, I had a great time. But yeah, that I think, and I guess you know, once as he starts school, we can't do it. But yeah, booking a trip the first week of school, getting back is genius. Yeah, it was good. But there, there was also no one there. Like some of the restaurants were closed and stuff. That's so true. That's they a, didn't open until like Thursday, and we went Tuesday. And we didn't really go. I had a bunch of places that I wanted to go um, to eat, but we didn't go to any of them. We just went to Clark's. Um, we went to a cool hippie baby shop where they had all. Yeah, it was like too hipsterish for me. Baby And stuff. I was like, look at this adorable romper. And it's, I really love Izzy and Violet colors. And so I was like, ooh, and like lavenders. And I bought this adorable romper and then realized that it doesn't have snaps mm-hmm. like on the legs. And I was like, okay, well, we'll never wear this. I'm not going to take this off every time you have to change a diaper. Well, anyway, that's just that's, a big pet peeve. That's a big, like, uh, one, you're big into fashion. We all know that. <laughs> Clearly. And 
and look at these bad boys. I've got overalls on if you're just listening. Uh, and our big fashionista and have uh, kept Izzy into some primo, really cool clothes. Yeah. Um, but as a parent, you really start thinking, how could my kid shit in this? And what, you know what I mean? How like, bad will this stain? Yeah. It, it changes the way you look at clothes and I did get her um, and a couple days else. ago. I got her some pink Carhartt overalls. I'm pretty pumped about. When we were in that shop, though, that was the most Austin experience I've ever had. It was with like that insane woman talking about ceiling to floor and completely covered. I don't remember what she was saying. I remember what she was wearing. It was just like she was talking about living in a field somewhere because they're like <laughs> building a commune. She's like, we're just or, making it work. But then is shopping at this where everything is hundreds of dollars, mm-hmm. you know, deal of whatever. Uh, like all made from plants and stuff. But it's almost like the Portlandia thing where it's like the, your shirt doesn't go with your pants. Like, you know that. That's the point, right? Like, that's the point of it is that I'm being intentionally ironic. But we were out of place. But then <laughs> if sure. you wear, like, khakis and a polo, then it's like, you know. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Forbid, too but, much. Um, Austin sucks, dude. Let's be honest. But um, anyway. Okay. Um, <laughs> um, anyway, that's, I got, you know, I got some upsetting news. Uh-oh. So, big Bravo fan. Right. We all know. I don't care what you people think of me either. I like it. It's a guilty pleasure. I don't watch it as much as I used to because I do have a child to keep alive. Is this Emma's Emma's news? Emma's news. Emma's news. Breaking news. Dallas Housewives, which has been around, I think, four or five seasons, is now canceled. Yeah. There's a lot of racism going on, I heard. Oh, yeah. That's would do it. A little bit of an issue. Which would do it. Um. I don't. I don't know if that all of that was actually true. Well, the one Leanne, late, yeah, previous season, a hundred percent made fun of the Mexican lady on the show with right? an accent and whatnot. Yeah, that wasn't good. Not good. Um, but she was the one that was a carny, right? I remember. Yes, dude. <laughs> what the about heck? Her carny she's like, I'm raising a carnival and like talking like that. And she's beautiful and like mm. it's just well, I mean, you know, mm. but it was just like kind of interesting. But you know, now they're canceled and. Yeah. But I liked several of them. I follow them on the gram and whatnot. But um, yeah, one of the guys I saw in Dallas came into the restaurant. Yeah, and I was like, "Hey, like, can we please be best friends?" I saw him and I was like, uh, "Well, I think he got was one of the got accused for I know. making Shh. fun of the Asian lady." Um, so maybe we accused. Be yeah, I know I wasn't there, but alleged till proven guilty. I was like, "That's a guy," and then I. I like said hi, like well, I was just walking around and then. Well, how'd you like, know him? Cause your wife watches. We had watched nine episodes, I think the <laughs> day before. Cause we were, this was like when you're pregnant though, mm-hmm. I think where we were just, yeah. Um, but then I was like, Hey man, are you, you know, housewives? And it was like, I couldn't have asked him a worse question. Like he was so upset that someone recognized him from the show. Cause, Cause he's like actually a really good businessman. He's right. Well, he's rich he's and trust, his baby. family is rich and. Maybe like super rich, and I'm sure he's great or whatever. But like rich, rich, like they bought like a ten million dollar house, right, or whatever. Yeah, and surprised her with it. How do you not know that your husband's buying a ten million dollar house? Well, and it was so dope. <laughs> yeah, it was. It was so dope. It was cool. Anyway, uh, the but so. But he was upset that I knew him from that. Well, and I was like, better well, get sorry, used to it, sir. There's a lot yeah. of people watching Bravos. 
Um, so no more Housewives of Dallas. Dallas, your, so Fort Worth, we're your, up. Your chance <laughs> may have flown out the window at that. What about one. Fort Worth? Could they do a Housewives of Fort Worth? I don't know who would be on it. I bet we could pick some people right now who would be on it. It would be good. There's a lot of socialite uh, people you that I think would like be good. You gotta have like stupid money though. Well, there's a lot of people like that in Fort Worth. Yeah. Um, but then you also kind of have to be a little bit crazy because I what think I'm saying you gotta be like I'm gonna I'm willing to yell at this person in public yeah. and not like think seconds about it. And like, is that real or is it like? I think it's a for little the show. Bit, like, like I know I got to keep my storyline going. You could tell. You can tell the uh, Beverly Hills one. Is that the Lisa Vanderpump? Those. Yeah, ones? she's out. But yeah. Well, those ones. Uh, you can tell because it's kind of like Hollywood too, and they're all sort of like the Lisa Rinna and that. Dorit. They're like actresses, and yeah. so it's like you can tell some of the stuff is like they're, you know, like you didn't text me back and they're like crying and it's like the end of the world that you know like blowing something way speaking out of proportion of, uh, so speaking of beverly hill hills oh yeah erica update. erica girardi aka yeah. 50 plus year old pop singer erica jane mm-hmm. married to tom girardi or divorcing i don't know if they're actually divorced yet actually um so tom, we talked about this a couple seasons or a couple seasons episodes ago tom mm-hmm. girardi is the lawyer from aaron brockovich the movie which, Very wealthy, talented lawyer. Yeah, got a ton of, you know, help for people over the years. A couple months ago comes out that he is, like, not giving people their settlement money and claiming that he can, like, get interest for them if he keeps their checks. Once they once they beat, you know, the lawsuit or whatever, he's like, oh, let me keep your money. It's going to— Can I restart? Can Yeah. So there was, like, with a gas company, there was, like, faulty— issues that were because of negligence from the company that like blew up houses. Right. So we saw a documentary, this guy's girlfriend died, right? Mm -hmm. His entire body was burned. He said serious, serious issues. There was another lady that like something happened. Her son died and yeah. Wasn't there a lady that like couldn't get pregnant though or something? Yeah. Just think of the worst terrible things ever. Yeah. So this guy allegedly uh, wins lawsuits for him, gets settlements, and it mm-hmm. wasn't like insane. Like you know, your freaking love of your life dies. Like you know, who cares? But at least you get twenty million bucks out of it. So his <laughs> trick was get let me handle the the, the money. Yeah, you have this settlement instead of like just giving them the settlement or whatever. Maybe there was something where like sometimes they make it to where it's paid out after Mm -hmm. the time you don't just get like a check. He was like, let me invest this money. And then, uh, you'll get a 10% return on your investment, whatever. Why these people did that. I don't know. You got to think there's a little, well, because they they just won this settlement for them. They obviously trust him. He, they say in the documentary too, the documentary is on Hewlin, Hewlin, Hulu, Hulu. It's pretty good. Um, but it's like they, he becomes their friends. They trust right. him. He's going to dinner with them. He's yeah. getting coffee with them. You know, he knows everything about them. And so You're when he's like, so hey, let yeah. me also get you 10% on top of this right. $20 million check. They're like, okay, I trust you. So multiple people, again, this guy's entire like body has been burned and he needs like they have bills. Surgeries. They have all this stuff, terrible stuff. 
And then he's like, can't get any of the money from the guy. <laughs> like right. He, he's, and then he's like, oh yeah, man, we'll get you a check next week or whatever. Then so it mean, turns out. Meanwhile, Erica is on Housewives of Beverly Hills, just like flaunting. We have multiple jets. Uh, yeah. We have a family jet. I'll hop on the other jet and meet you out in Palm Springs. Like that kind of talk, like not even like normal in any sort of the way. One of the last episodes we saw, she had a house at, uh, La, Quin La Quinta, La Quinta. At the Madison club, I think is specifically, which is one of the like Where? most primo spots in Palm Springs. Great golf course. I would love to play sometime. Um, but she was like, yeah, apparently we have a house here and I've never, I've never been to it. <laughs> yeah. And they've been, they were married 20 years. So but anyway, was, so she's okay. like, well, I just wanted to set it up. Cause then now, then it's like the guy's broke. So yes. And so the season is currently going on where all of this is like coming to light with Tom and, er and Erica and you know, the women, the other women are starting to get a little suspicious. So like they like have a powwow at one of the ladies houses and they start like, we shouldn't have our names involved in this. Like, obviously we're in the light also. Um, we just want to like kind of back out and they're all like a hundred percent. Cause wouldn't you say they were starting to like, they were supporting her. Yeah. They're and like, then this the is more our that friend. Came out, yeah. And then they're like, wait, did she know? Did she yeah. not know that he was keeping this money? Meanwhile, she's doing $40,000 for like glam squad every month. 40,000 for glam. Insane. Right. And so anyway, the women started to kind of question it and then they have a dinner, a Christmas dinner. And they're like, you know, Hey Erica, we are kind of questioning this and kind of does like a little blow up thing. And like all the women weren't as aggressively being real as how they were that the coffee night, the night before or whatever. And so now that they're, that all of this is coming out, she's getting sued for at least 25 million, I Jeez. believe. And 14 million of the 25 million was to pay off her Amex bill. Good God. 14 million on Amex. Um, and then like 102,000 to a glam person, like all of these different things. And so apparently Jeez. they're saying that that money was supposed to a hundred percent go to the victims. Right. And she kind of just like spread it out. And so now they're requesting that money back. Well, uh, to be clear, I think what is, 100% fact is he, his law firm was in charge of those accounts. He was using the money for right. their stuff. What's unclear is how, how much she, knew. she was, but. And she's going to play that card hard. He was literally like music videos on tour. Like oh, yeah. they were just spending money, ungodly amounts of money to the point where these other women, like Kyle Richards, is like from the Hilton family, mm -hmm. right? I no, mean, her sister married into the Hiltons, no. but they're they're long term actor movie star family. They're all wealthy. Though. They're all and they're like and her husband's that that uh, uh the real estate yeah guy. real estate yeah he's cool. Um, I want to talk about real estate videos too, but there's a uh they're super wealthy, and mm -hmm. they were like, "Holy shit, dude! This chick has a lot of like every designer bag, money. every like whatever." So, but so and then on there's one smoke, of the there's fire. One of my favorite sayings on one of the episodes, one of the last episodes, though, she starts talking about. You can see where she's trying to start to cover up what's coming out as it's coming out, and she's like, "Oh well, Tom was in this wreck, but and you guys all knew about the wreck and just thought 
this three years ago that he was in this wreck and now he hurt his ankle. Well, turned to comes to find out that he rolled down a hill behind our house and was unconscious for 12 hours. And none of you guys knew that. And she's like, weirdly enough, that's right. When all of this stuff started coming out where he was being like shady with all this money. So it's like, clearly his like head got hit too hard and he's starting to make poor decisions. Trying to say like, maybe he he's incompetent for something. making these decisions. And so now that's what they're trying to, his lawyers are trying to claim that um, he's in a nursing home now, which but didn't is crazy. You say, like somebody like called the police and they were like, we have no record of any. Yeah. So on, because obviously I follow these Instagrams, random reality blurb yeah. ones, but they're saying that there's no police record that he was even in a car wreck Yeah, to like at all. And that came Nothing. out at like two or three seasons ago that he was in a car wreck and they were like, is he okay? And she's like, yeah, he's fine. Just his ankle was bumped up. Then like this season, she's like, he was unconscious, all this stuff. And the police have no record. But if you normally like you tell people or something, yeah, you know normally I mean? you like, call the cops if you're in wrecks. Anyway, it's super shady. And so it's still starting to come out more and more. I think tonight's another episode, but. Oh, snap. Yeah. Um, we have one couple listener questions. Should we get to that? Yeah. Um, I had some other stuff, but I don't know. We'll we can do. save it. Okay, um, well, our, our bros at Fox Brothers Barbecue shout out. in Hotlanta, uh, shout out uh, Jonathan and Justin, our good friends, uh, Arlington Heights alums, actually, from Fort Worth. Um, they just opened their second opened, store. Yeah. yeah. So, and it looks badass. Cannot so. wait to go. Um, yeah, it should be awesome. Uh, Jerry Garcia or John Mayer? <laughs> That's a hard one. For you, for I'm me. just kidding. Yeah, I know, no, at all. I Jerry Garcia, one thousand percent, all the way, not even a question. But I will say, I appreciate John Mayer's great. Yes, and he puts his own kind of flair on it. Have we we've talked about John Mayer? Oh, we talked this, about John Mayer sure. a lot because he was in Montana or whatever. Right, and our friend was like, "Oh, there's that. John Mayer." Um, he, no one annoyed me more than John Mayer. A, a while ago. And then I really like him. I think he's a cool guy. I mean, he's clearly like a little bit of a weirdo, but, um, incredible guitarist. And he kind of puts his own spin on the dead songs. Like it's like I love Jerry's it. yeah. style and stuff, but you know, his tone, I mean, some of it, it's like almost like mimics. It's like great. Mm -hmm. And then some of it is like a little bit of his own kind of deal. And then he's doing John Mayer face, you know, the whole yeah. time. And, um, whatever. John Mayer is incredibly talented. Um, but yeah, but you can't. You Jerry Garcia go. began an entire movement. <laughs> I mean, you could say uh, yeah. that's the thing is like now the Grateful Dead are like the thing that like 16 year old girls wear, you know, and yeah, like the dancing cool, bears <laughs> um, or like have a phone cover. But um, they're one of the most influential bands yeah. of all time with how they experimented with music and acid drugs and uh, everything else. Um, but they're awesome. Um, the Patreon question again, if you're patreon.com slash time podcast. And you want a topic, question, whatever, we'll answer it. This was uh, Richard Miller, our buddy. Um, hi, Himes. I would be curious on your opinions of home smokers like Traeger, et cetera. Uh, would you rank brands that you like? Is it possible to match the perfection of your barbecue with a home smoker? And then he has a second question that we'll answer. But first, 
I've never cooked on a Traeger. Our buddy Matt uh, yeah. Pittman is sponsored by them. Says they're great. Um, Maybe you should. You'll get a sponsor. I mean, I, you know, we talked about it last episode. I don't know. I don't know if I'm like <laughs> friendly enough to do all that. It's like, um, I do get a Yeti discount, but I'm not like an ambassador and that's bothered me forever. Okay. Um, but you know, whatever we, we don't have like a publicist too. I feel like that's okay. something that could help. But anyway, that's not your, <laughs> the answer to your question, but liquid death, delicious. Trace Agave Tequila sponsors us, so that's awesome. We got some things going, but uh, you Traeger smokers, you can control them like with your phone on an app. It's supposed to be like super easy. Mm-hmm. You just got to make sure you got the wood and stuff. And then um, from what I've seen from like Matt's videos and stuff, it looks like really good. So I think they're a great brand. Um, I think there's a lot of other brands. There's like rec tech. I know a lot of guys in our barbecue classes have recommended them pellet smokers, uh, green mountain grills is another one. I don't know if they have all the bells and whistles that mm-hmm. a Traeger does, but Traegers are also like pretty expensive too. Yeah. Like a couple grand if you get the, the good one. Um, I'm still like always going to be a fan. And I said that on the Whataburger, uh, Texas Rangers podcast of like, I don't think a smoker should have an electric plug, but I was kind of joking. You know what I mean? Like, um, I think anything is good. And most people, especially like us with a child, you don't have time to cook a brisket for 16 hours and poke a fire and all that. Um, so I love the offsets. I love the offsets that mill scale, uh, builds, um, Moberg is making backyard mm-hmm. offset pits. Uh, Franklin is doing his own uh, backyard pits. They're all extremely expensive, but really cool. Will last like a lifetime. You could give it to your kid. Um, so I think offsets are still the way to go, but um, I'm sure you can do good barbecue with that as long as you maintain temperature and yeah. all that. And you can do it because you've done it. You can make restaurant quality one brisket at a time in your backyard. Yeah. Because that's how we started. uh, Green eggs. I mean, Smoky Mountains, what I started cooking on, and you can make good stuff with that. Um, Again, I never did the um, pellets, but I'm sure it's, you know, similar. It doesn't really answer your question, Richard. Sorry, I know. (laughs) Uh, Secondly, I thought this was interesting. Um, I eat a primarily animal-based carnivore diet to stay lean year-round. It's primarily meat, organ meats, high barbecue, very little plant foods, and some fruit to fuel workouts when I need. Uh, I was curious if you have seen a rise in people eating a carnivore-style diet, diet in your restaurants. Um, that The first time I heard of that was on Rogan's podcast because I think he was doing it yeah. for a while. And I was like, this is a thing I can get behind. You just eat like meat and bacon and that's it. Um, <laughs> but then he described uh, the bowel movements that you have yeah, for I'm like sure the first terrible. month. And I was like, yeah, that's enough to not. not but yeah, do I do think a lot of people do that. We have several people tag us yeah. on Instagram. It's like, this is like my Heim day. And it's literally just like a pound of brisket, bacon yeah. and like a pound of ribs. Uh, keto is big. I think I see that more than anything. A lot of keto, um, which I guess is kind of similar, maybe no sugar or whatever. Yeah. A lot of people will message and be like, what can I eat? That's keto Mm -hmm. because like the bacon burn ins, you can't cause there's sugar. A lot of brown sugar, yeah, Mm -hmm. brisket and all that stuff's fine. But, 
Um, yeah, I, I guess we've seen a little bit of it, but I think it's more like keto and stuff like that. And then we still get a lot of vegetarians that come in, which still baffles me, but they'll eat like the mac and cheese and we have salads now. We do have salads. They're delicious. Yeah, they are. Too. Um, but yeah, awesome. Uh, Thanks for shout your question. Out Richard, yeah, yeah, awesome. Um, he's the guy, the boxing, you know, yeah. he's talked to us or, or sent a message about boxing before and. I've hit the Peloton recently, but I'm still trying to like work on other stuff. I need to golf more. I haven't golfed enough, but that's a good form of exercise. Okay. What? <laughs> I think, yeah. Okay. <laughs> You're doing it. I'm trying. Um, so yeah. Awesome. Well, we're going to a road trip to Colorado soon. We are. So we're going to take our baby. Yeah. We had another trip planned, but then I was out of the country and we're just, yeah. like, I don't know. It's not, it's, things are so weird now, but, um, we're driving up to Colorado, send us, uh, recommendations, anything we should do or Stop whatever. Stop along the way. Places would be awesome. Like, should we do, should our route go through Santa Fe? I know it adds time, but should we come back and go through Santa Fe? It's a lot of driving. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're doing it anyway. Yeah. I we'll guess. see. We got to look at it. So if there's any recommendations from DFW area up to like Breckenridge area, let us know. We get Breckenridge. Breckenridge. We got uh, Moana on the Downloaded. IPad. We're ready. Got a new sun, sunshade for the window. Heck yeah. We're good to go. So anyway, shout, shout out. So um, next week, I guess I won't say who our guest is in case it I does get canceled, but yeah. Um, we got a big guest. We do. <laughs> we got a big time guest. <laughs> and I actually need to send them questions. Because they ha- they're like those they types. They got to prepare and be okay with what we ask. Yeah. So, Which I'm sure I'll There'll say something There'll be no talk stupid. of murder and drugs well, from you Yellowstone. Never you never know. Oh, you never know. Um, but yeah, big time, big time guest next week. And then we'll be gone the week after. But we're going to try to shoot two and, you know, Yeah, keep it up. But, Maybe um, we should shoot one while we're driving. <laughs> yeah, do that. Put the uh, little camera in the car. Um, we're going to get some other videos going and, and other stuff. And then we got some more announcements coming soon. We do. But I, I think we'll, we'll hold off on that. But anyway, this has been another episode of Heim Time Podcast sponsored by Trace Agave's Tequila. Shout out them. Um, you can always patreon.com slash Heim Podcast. YouTube, subscribe, review, all that crap helps. Um, we're up to 26 patrons. 26. Insane, I remember we didn't dude. have any's. That is absolutely <laughs> insane. So shout out. Thank you guys. If you've listened this far in the podcast, we really appreciate um, all of our Patreon members, everyone who's doing the downloads on iTunes, all that stuff. It means a lot to us. Um, and we're going to try to keep this going and yeah. more random, unrelated uh, to barbecue topics. So. But like a little sprinkle of barbecue. Thing. <laughs> yeah, we talked a little bit today. Yeah, so. we did. All right. Well, thanks, guys. Thank you, guys. Bye-bye. Bye.